Pleasure Seeker Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Feldman, sex and pleasure coach, and I'm here to remind you of your natural birthright as a pleasure seeker. So listen on and create your most turned on orgasmic life. Hello, my friends. I recorded a Instagram live yesterday and I wanted to put it up on my podcast because some of y'all aren't following me <laughs> over on Instagram. I don't know why. Uh, at Mrs. Lydia Feldman. Come play with me on Instagram. But it's all about desire feeling scary, feeling risky, feeling uncomfortable. And I want to explore this topic because sometimes we think our desire should feel rainbows and daisies and warm and sexy and hot. And once it starts scaring us a little bit, we shut it down or we like avoid, we self-avoid. So in this, I want to explore how the like grittiness of your desire is where you can actually get traction with yourself and you get closer to having it. So we explore how to imagine and fantasize, letting that fantasy feel good, feeling, feeling good. And then we want to be honest about what it is we actually are desiring. Usually that's where we want to shut down and self-avoid anyway, because it starts to scare us like, oh, I can't have it. It's not going to happen. I'm not worth it. The, The pain and change isn't worth it. And as we start to explore and tease out what it is that we actually want, we get to decide, am I a yes to all of it, including all the like struggle in order to get it? Am I a yes to some of the desire and tabling some of the um, desire, fantasy, goals, whatever it is, can I table that for later? Like maybe now isn't the right time. Or Am I a yes to the desire? I want this thing, this fantasy, this imaginative, like, whoa, splashy thing, but I'm actually a no to creating it in my life. And that's okay. A lot of fantasy, we just want for the pleasure of our imagination. And we don't actually want to act out those fantasies. Those desires serve us just by the the possibility We get all we need from the desire just from being the person that has the idea. So you get to really decide where is the risk factor, where is the uh, pleasure factor, and what is it that I actually want? Because when we go to start creating it, say you're a yes, I want it, it's worth it, the inconvenience, the struggle, the strife, the pain, the vulnerability, the risk is worth it because I'm tethered to the feeling, to the desire of it. I know that I want it. And we go try it out one, two, five, 10, 12, 77, a thousand times because we trust ourselves to evolve our pleasure. Okay. That's a little nutshell. And um, if you're not following me on Instagram, get on over there. Also, remember next month, February, I am starting The Art of Self-Seduction. It is a fantastic small group coaching salon. If you want in on that, please message me. Email me at Lydia at Lydia Feldman Coaching. 
or uh, send me a message on Instagram. Okay, my friends, enjoy. I want to talk to you about desire and how it fucking hurts, how it, it doesn't feel good <laughs> and why that's exactly how we want to build out our fantasy life and create big, flashy desire and wantonness and amazing pleasure in our lives. We have to be able to hold space for the discomfort of them. Letting our desire scare us, letting our desire freak us out a little bit, be disappointing, and keep returning back to it in a way that allows us to expand our lives. So this is what I see often. Um, we have a desire for something. And I just hosted a, a workshop about this earlier in the month called Your Pleasure Scape. You can go listen to that podcast. But the idea is like we plan for pleasure. We want to expand our idea of what's possible. This is like your goal setting, right? And let's just say you want to go on vacation. You want to get a sexy new haircut. <laughs> you want to get a new job. Like maybe you want to lose some weight. And um, sexually, maybe you want to go to, an, I don't know, an adults only resort or try some new positions and use some new toys. Talk dirty right? So you have some goals in mind of what kind of pleasure you want. This is the realm of fantasy. This is why we want to expand our fantasy world because it's your dreamscape. It's what's possible. It's where your brain doesn't get in and like poo-poo everything and get in and be like, how's that going to happen? Well, when, where are you going to wear that? Oh, you don't, you can't afford that, blah, 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 blah. The fantasy world is where you and like your alter ego, your truth, your essence, like the mm, of who you are and what you want in this life gets to imagine and play. It's the feminine side of goal planning. So it's not the doing, it's the like creating, imagining part. Super essential that we are able to dream without limitation. So in this way, it's like if you didn't have any expectation in a perfect world, if you had unlimited resources, what would you want? What do you desire? What's, what feels good that like you want to keep reaching for? And some of them are not easy, like tidy little goals. It's like a feeling. Essentially, all of these are feelings that we want to experience more of. You know, so if we want to go to Hawaii, then there's, or Portugal, <laughs> or, you know, like, I want to like a beach bungalow somewhere because I want to feel freedom. I want to feel luxury. I want to feel desired and sexy and alive. Um, or I want to try some kinky stuff in my sex life because I want to feel deep self-trust with myself and my partner. I want to feel surrender and power and allow part of myself to breathe. Like this, this deeper longing, I want to give it some airtime. So I always recommend starting with your fantasy and le leaning into the parts, like if you just had these like dreamy like stuff happening in your brain, our brain wants to be like, okay, that's weird or that's wrong, but we want to allow ourselves the, the room to expand your fantasy life. Because when we go to try and figure out how do we want to incorporate our goals, our pleasure, like where we're expanding into, we want to expect 
the brain to freak the fuck out. <laughs> the brain's going to be like, okay, wait a minute. This is like boardroom. Like, okay, let me get my glasses on and the, 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 the whiteboard. And this is really not going to work. And so, which is fine. Like the brain is like going to come in and try and put some structure to this like loosey goosey fantasy world. And you're going to decide what's realistic. Sure. And what do I have a budget for? How do I want to make it happen? What's the smart goal? Yada, yada. Um, but the thing is, we want to plan with the expectation that, that your brain's going to provide all the risk factor. It's like, you're going to be disappointed. Don't, don't put a dream in there in your goals because if you say you're going to lose 10 pounds and then you can't because you never could before, you're just going to set yourself up for failure and some version of like fear of rejection, uh, shame, hum humiliation. I'm not worthy. I'm not, uh, I'm not deserving right? All the emotions, the negative emotions. Fantasy has positive emotions. Everything's possible. And then your brain comes in and is like, it's not possible. You're shit. <laughs> uh, it's at the end of January. Is anyone else feeling like the brain is like getting in on your goals? Uh, cock blocking your goals. <laughs> so um, this is what we want to do, right? Instead of watering down the goals, quitting altogether, deciding like you're an idiot for wanting something that you can't clearly ever possibly have because life is horrible. <laughs> Thank you, brain. Thank you, brain. Or just ignoring your desire altogether and being like, we're just going to go right back to the same meal plan or, you know, bagels for lunch and like <sighs> drinking every day and all whatever the goal is that like you've been trying to like ease out of. Um, and the other thing is you might just have tried it once and it was hard and you quit because you're like, this is not worth the discomfort, the desire, the expected pleasure, the, the deeper longings will require risk will require your ability to experience negative emotion and discomfort, whether that's emotionally or literally physically <laughs> discomfort. Um, so this is my take on it. The very first place we always want to start is the possibility, is the, the desire, because that is the truth. That is the tether that we need to be able to experience the negative emotion that our desires require of us, our goals, our growth is asking of us. And that is a, an ability to tap your intuition and tap like what you deeply want, the types of relationships you, you yearn for and crave. And those are the feelings we want to be really paying attention to because we can start gather like creating evidence and creating that experience right now before you even have the thing because our thoughts and our mental space are creating that experience for us now that it's like the feeling that's attached to say going to Hawaii we're going to use this example that you're like I want this experience on the beach in a beautiful sarong adorned with beautiful things oils <laughs> beautiful men all around me, whatever it is, right? You've got the fantasy there. You've got the feelings attached to it, like relaxation and desire and sensuality. And the um, then we want to be honest with ourselves, be honest with um, 
the fear that might come up with it. So it's like, yes, I want this thing. It's worth it to me. I want it. And it's going to take money to get there. And I'd have to get a babysitter because I don't want my kids there. And I'm going to have to like find the clothes and buy the stuff. And God knows there's no rental cars in Hawaii. <laughs> so it's like the brain is going to offer all the obstacles, all the, and really there are emotions all attached to that. Like fear, shame, embarrassment, not worthy of that kind of vacation. You should be budgeting for other things like gymnastics for your kids or whatever. And that fear, that discomfort will often like keep you from even planning it or it just becomes this pipe dream. And that might not be as big as Hawaii. It could be as like, it could be like writing a blog or starting a business. It could be um, like experiencing a new relationship, leaving a relationship, just change in your life, just basic fucking change, right? But there's something that you desire and you're like, oh, I actually know in my bones that that's something that I want. And my brain's just keeping me safe from those emotions, the risk, the vulnerability, the fear of an emotion. And then the last piece is, if we can allow that to be uncomfortable, like I expect the things that I want to scare the shit out of me, like the things that are on my goal list this year are scary to me. I have some amazing goals and I want that desire to scare me a little bit. I want my like splashy next level self that I'm coming walking into. It is different and it's scary to me. It's, it's it requires a lot <laughs> of change within me. So when we think our goals scare us, that's a good sign. So Keep like doing that one little step towards the goal, allowing it to feel uncomfortable. That's okay. Even when it's a pleasure goal, even when it's something that you think should feel really good. So let's say you're trying something new in your sex life and it is like, I want to play out this fantasy and I really think it'd be really hot. There's all this brain resistance. Like if I tell my partner and it doesn't work out and then he gets insecure and then I need to like overcompensate. And then that was so stupid. Why did I bring it up? Um, let the experiment of your fantasy slash goal be messy. It's like you try it. I'm willing to try anything three to seven times. <laughs> maybe a hundred times before I really nail it, right? And that can be true for a fantasy in your sex life. It can be true for a goal that you have. Certainly, it's like if we can trust ourselves to keep allowing the negative emotion that is wrapped up in the process of getting what we want, we have so much more access to what is possible. So this is what I want to ask of you all. When you are thinking about dreams, um, goals, like ways that you're like, what would a 10 out of 10 life be? What would 10 out of 10 pleasure be? What would my 10 out of 10 sex life be? What, what beach would I be on? What hands would be on my body? What, <laughs> what, bo what would my body look like and feel like and be move like? Who is this pleasured woman that I have access to only when I allow myself to be in the fantasy of my imagination? And then from there, even when the brain gets like super freaked out, panties in a twist all up here, 
Am I willing to feel that flow of emotions, negative, lots of scary emotions, in order to be inconvenienced for my like deeper pleasure? Am I willing to feel that like shitty shit? And I will just give this example. I started this like virtual pole dancing class, which I don't have a pole. So it's just like a stripper class last year. It's been amazing. It's changed my life. I love, love, love it. Erotic dance. And I keep trying to get down to the studio. It's based out of San Francisco. It's like three hours from me. So I'm like, haven't been there yet. And I'm like, I just want to, my goal this year is to be on a pole, to get up to the top of the pole and to perform. There's an amateur night down in Sacramento. Y'all, if you're local, I'll invite you. (laughs) And tonight there's like a, a local studio. I finally found one in my area that I can get to. And I was like, all right, I'm, I, it's on my goal list. I have a deep desire to try this out. And I want to like trust myself to feel like ass, to feel like super awkward, to be really uncomfortable. And tonight's the first night of this class. And I could feel my brain be like, "Mm." (laughs) it's like dinner time, six o'clock. No, that's like really inconvenient. That's the kids are going to be crazy. I'll just, I'm sure next week will be fine. And so (laughs) my brain, I'm like, I hear you brain. It does not feel comfortable. It feels risky. I don't know what I'm going to tell my parents who are going to be watching my kids at that point. Um, like I'm going to a dance class. Don't look at what's under my trench coat. <laughs> so it's like, can I trust myself to follow through on my pleasure, on my pleasure scape, on my deeper desires? And why do I want that desire? It's fun. It's free. It's like embodied. I get to tap my erotic creature in a space that feels really different than my normal life performative and playful. So, and it's really hard actually, if you haven't done that before, (laughs) it's a good workout. So let your desire be risky and keep trusting that what you want is worth being inconvenienced for. If you want more on this, we have a, I'm designing this um, workshop next month. It's called the art of self seduction. We have a whole module and week on fantasy workshop and fantasy tinkering to help explore how to expand your everyday daydreaming and erotic fantasy. Okay. So if you're interested in that and just getting more self seduction in your life, let me know. It'll be a fun small group starting in February. I'd love to hear from you and know what pleasure topics you want to hear more about. Also, if you're curious about one-on-one coaching or any of my group coaching salons, message me on Instagram at Mrs. Lydia Feldman for a consultation and see how pleasure coaching can transform your life.